Welcome to the Explosion Network's exploration of Studio Ghibli. Each week we'll be discussing one of the films from within the library of the celebrated animation studio. This is Studio Ghibli's Animated Wonders. Hello, my name is Dylan Blight and joining me to discuss today's Animated Wonder is... Ashley Homley. Hey Dylan, excited to be back to not cause any internet backlash. Oh, you better not this week, this is like the golden child. Uh, also here, Kieran Martin. Um, I've mentally prepared myself to go to war with Ashley Hobley as last week proved that we need to be prepared at any time for potential hot takes. Uh, I would like to just take this moment to thank all the people who sent out support and agreed with me. Uh, there was none. millions and millions of you none. who tweeted Zero. and sent me DMs and that kind of thing. Yeah, I Absolutely none. It. None. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this week's episode, we are talking about My Neighbor Totoro. <laughs> As I just said, I think a lot of people would obviously consider this to be the... If anyone's seen only one Ghibli film, it's, it's probably this one, nine times out of ten kind of thing. Um, in fact, Ash, have you seen this movie? Yes, I've seen this movie. <laughs> <gasps> it's the last time we have to ask about There's, all, se- all yeah, it's, seasons. It's the one. It's the one. It's the one. Uh, so it was written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Main cast. Noriko Hidaka, Chika Sakamoto, Shigutsu Itayo, Sumi Shim- Shimamoto, Tani Kita- Kitabashi, Hitoshi Takagi. And it was released in 1988, uh, the same year that last week's Grave of the Fireflies came out. And that, of course, is quite weird. <laughs> and they were at the time trying to do like double features of them and all this sort of stuff and like trying to put them on the same time. People were like, nah. I'm going to watch Totoro and I'm going to leave because like I'm happy now and I don't really want to be sad. So I'm peacing out. Bye. And I think that's perfectly sort of understandable. They try to use this one to get the other one more views, like to help, like help promote it, but it didn't work out apparently, uh, which all makes sense to me. The synopsis for this film is when two girls move to the country to be near their ailing mother, they have adventures with the wondrous forest spirits who live near by. Uh, I'm going to start with your thoughts, Ash, because it's the only one you've seen <laughs> before. So let's go. The, the, the only one of these movies where you're not coming in blind with some hot takes and stuff. Did you like this one before? Did you like it now? How do you feel about this one? Yeah, I liked it before. Um, obviously, it's built up as like the, a massive, massive one of these uh, Studio Ghibli films. Uh, it is kind of simple when you think about it. Like the plot line is pretty... It's, there's nothing too fantastical about it. You could pretty much sum up the story in a few sentences. Uh, but it is a fun... All the characters are interesting and then the, the, all the fantastical elements are really well animated and uh, it, it's just fun. I don't... It's just fun. I don't know why it is because it is so basic. But I don't know, just that Studio Ghibli Miyazaki charm is all over it that it's hard to not be... One over, I think. Karen, this might be like. Oh, a and also, have you seen this before? I have seen it, but there's a, there's an asterisk on this that I'll explain that I realised while watching this. Please do. And and this, and this might be a slight hot take, and people may murder me. I think oh, I enjoyed not, this not less. You. I think I enjoyed this less than I remember enjoying it the first 
the other times I've watched it, just because I don't think I've ever watched the whole movie. Because yeah. because it's like I, an hour twenty. <laughs> I know it's an hour twenty. It's not long. I feel for some reason. I think every time I've watched it, I've always come in just before the uh, Totoro, like the bus scene, like the first bus scene with the rain and everything. Umbrella and, and stuff. And the umbrella and thing and stuff. And I've never seen the first half of this movie. And I felt the first half of this movie kind of dragged a little teeny tiny little bit for me where I was like, God, are we, are we, when do we get to Totoro? Like, do we, like, I think it takes like, almost like half an hour to get to Totoro. You see, like, the um, little, like, the spirits of the little black things, but... Dust bunnies. The dust bunnies, but you don't see Totoro, and I was like, I can't remember this section being this long, and obviously that's because I just hadn't seen it. I still loved it. Like, it was still... I still... Not loved. I still enjoyed it. Um, It was very... Like, the first couple minutes, my brain was going, wow, this is fucking bright. Going from one week we're watching um, Grave of the Fireflies to the next week we are watching Totoro. And Totoro in its color palette is just so bright and fantastical um, that it was almost a bit of a system shock. I was like, shit, okay, yeah, this is this is more Ghibli. This is the, the Ghibli that I really love and enjoy. Um, but as Ash said, the, the storyline is super simple. Nothing really happens. Like there's not not nothing life changing or big happening for the characters. It's just a very wholesome story by the end of it for it. Um, yeah, I, I really like this movie. I think I, I think it's there's a reason everyone likes it, and it, I think a lot of that lies in its simplicity because it is just supposed to be this kind of. It's obviously not a day in a life, but it's like sort of similar ish sort of like a day in the life kind of vibe even though it obviously spans se- several days but it's like it's just like hey these these kids are moving in countryside here's their adventure and at the end that stuff happens everyone's happy right you know like there's no major sort of thing of uh no one dies no <laughs> like as much as they they play several times obviously and i mean the the biggest like hurdle of the movie is literally oh the sister's lost that's that's the moment of terror of the movie just the sister's finding the lost sister, so. and it has the easiest resolution because cat bus is great it's like cat yeah, bus gps like, cat, cat yeah. bus is like, i got this man i got this we're good next next level gps mm. um yeah i think but this is also like talk watching these movies in order this is like hitting this one i'm like ah here we are kind of thing because i hadn't seen obviously i hadn't seen the last two before they're the ones i hadn't seen and watching both those although um castle in the sky i was a little bit like yeah like i, I can see like influences yeah like miyazaki type stuff in here or whatever else but i'm like this doesn't feel like the majority of ghibli movies i've watched and obviously grave of the fireflies did not feel like any ghibli movie <laughs> i watched before as much as i liked it and obviously i said i really liked it last week but but like hitting this one watching this one for this week's episode it was like uh like pro- like the, the the ghibli that we all know and love it's like kind of uh a, a, a arrived finally with the the big cuddly monster troll. snorlax being troll thing <laughs> that is totoro of course uh, so yeah, I, I really enjoy. It. I've seen I, I've seen this movie a lot of times. I used to have to watch it. Um, I watched it a lot when I was like in high school, teenager. So 
Do you get war- Do you also get warm and fuzzy hearing the theme for this? Like both, like dun, the, dun, dun, like dun, just dun, dun. like it's just instantly you're like, oh, it's Totoro. This is great. This is this is relaxing. The best thing about this movie is I, I've every time I watch this movie, I literally will watch because it starts with credits, and you're like, this is fine because. Like the music's nice. It's like a. It's kind of like a band march to get like the the mood going. Like, it, from the, from the second the movie starts, it's like the, the the attitude is like a bit like we're going on an adventure. Like off we go, kind of thing. And then also, I always watch it to the end of the credits because the the end credits are short as fuck, and they have this um. They, like an epilogue plays out in it, like shows you what happens after the movie ends or whatever. And like the music's like, dun, dun, we just had a great time. Did you have a great time too? I'm like, yeah, this was fun. Let's do it again sometime. Like, <laughs> 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 so yeah, it's like, and, and all of that's 90 minutes. It's like, you're in out. Did you have a great time? Yes, I did. Okay, thank you very much. So yeah, I, th- I think that the, the reason this movie is beloved is because Totoro is obviously this cute, funny kind of, cra- like it's, Sort of one of a kind, in, uh, even though it's like a, a algorithm of different sorts of creatures and and, and things, obviously. Um, but then also just it's very fast and short. And as much as you, I, I don't think the opening drags because I think it needs to get for all that to have Totoro work. Like they like if Totoro is introduced in the first ten minutes, it's like what are we doing now? Like the the kids are chasing after him for the for, for straight away. Whereas the opening in the movie because they've met him yet. They're like still playing in the, the the yard. They're exploring. Blah 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 blah. If you show them Totoro as soon as they get there, then obviously they just from that second it's like, well, what are we doing? We're trying to find Totoro. Like they have no time to like play around the house and like discover things and like get in the the vibe of the where they're new, newly moved into, newly living and whatever else. And also the movie's like set in the fifties or whatever. Obviously, so it's like, um, which I I think. Miyazaki does a lot like this sort of like 50-ish setting and I believe that's like maybe a, a childhood thing but also because he has this grumpy old man attitude about technology in a lot of ways kind of thing you know so it's like he always sets movies here because then the kids have to go outside and like play and explore and use their imagination for things and whatever else because he doesn't set movies like current day like people playing their fucking Game Boys and whatever else it's like get the hell out of here maybe he will and then like someone smashes <laughs> Nintendo or something <laughs> um, so let's talk about so thematic breakdown what I wrote down was Innocence, nature, is Totoro real? Um, let's, let's tackle the bottom one first because that's a question that the internet has talked about for uh, a lot of times. Or not just is Totoro real, but like if like if he is real, then what is he kind of thing? Because to me, Totoro is real. And uh, I think it's very obviously he's supposed to be this um, nature god, you know? Like that's the whole thing. And obviously that's another theme that will come up a lot in these movies. Miyazaki is like a big... Um, puts environmental st- stuff and nature and whatever else in a lot of his movies that again can be tied into the whole theme of fuck technology <laughs> get outside yep. and play kids damn you um and and Totoro's like like it literally shows oh you know he gets up and he yells and that's like causes winds and whatever else. cat bus goes past people that's like a big gust of wind like it, it's kind of like just all these examples of normal nature stuff that you that the adults aren't seeing that's kind of just happening and Totoro also is the one that's uh, making the forest grow and stuff like he literally gets outside and like does a little dance to help make the trees grow like I I think it's pretty obvious that he says to be some sort of like nature spirit or spirit god whatever whatever word you want to use 
Um, but uh, there is a there was a theory that the, uh, Ghibli shot down like the second it came out. But a lot of people still believe it. I don't believe it. I think it's just people reading too much into the movie. But there is a, a theory that people say that Totoro is a god of death. And that the people's backing up for this theory is that they reckon um, that the second... Um, what's the little girl's name? No, not Satsuki. Mai? Me. Mai? Me, yeah. When she goes missing, they reckon from that point on she's actually dead. Like, and that was her shoe in the river. And then everything after that is because Totoro shows up as like a god of death and all this other stuff. Like... You look at that's a bit. Well, that's a bit late, though, isn't it? Like that's. But uh, d- don't doesn't Nanny interact with her afterwards? How would she be doing? Who? With May? No, it's May. So with May's dead. Oh yeah, but it could all be brought back. I don't know. People all reckon he's a god of death or something. I don't. I don't read much into it because I think it's a load of baloney. Because I'm like, what kind of sick movie is this then? You know, like. <laughs> I think it's um. No, I think. Knowing that this was put out at the same time of Grave of the Fireflies, I don't think that can be real. Because if that is real and they were both put out at the same time, then... There's some fucked up shit happening. Yeah, that's the fucking yikes of a double header. No, that that doesn't make sense. Unless they bring her... He allowed the cat boss allows her to bring him back from the other from side? the afterlife. Afterlife, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, n- not going with that. Then, do you, uh, how do you feel about Totoro Ash? Is he real? Is it just a figment of their imagination? Yeah, he's definitely the- definitely real. Uh, obviously, they showcase like all the creatures do showcase. They can like sort of turn invisible. And that might just be an adult thing. There's lots of stories about lots a lot of literature about kids being able to see things that adults can't. Yeah, and a lot like of Miyazaki them. films are that adults a, can't see the the thing. So it's the stuff, yeah. very common in that I feel like I thought it is, obviously. Yeah. Simple enough. I mean, there's certain things that you're like, mm, like the tree is growing, like in the back. Yeah, that, that tree section tree. is, yeah, that tree section is the only bit I questioned about if Totoro was real because I'm like, okay, so... If the tree had stayed, I'd be like, oh, that's cool, that's magical. But then it all had done it, like, it disappeared and just the little shoots were there. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And it didn't, if it did grow, the dad didn't notice, even though he looked specifically out the window <laughs> while it was working. <laughs> I mean, it's dark, but still, I think you'd notice a massive tree. Maybe. Maybe you just heard the gust of wind or something of, you know, Totoro out there doing work. Karen had. Yeah. Real? Not real? I think, I think everything in everything that happens it couldn't happen if he wasn't real. Like, how does how does she get to May if Catbus isn't real? And if Catbus is real, then Totoro has to be real because it's part of the same thing. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. one can't be real without the other. Um, and, yeah, there's just a lot of interactions that happen throughout the movie that you just like, nah, there's no other explaining how this happened. There's not any kind of Fight Club-esque reasons why this is happening. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Totoro is just real in this universe, in this world. Yeah. Um, so, the other thing I wrote down, obviously, is innocence. And I think that's a, the theme in a lot of these movies as well. Obviously, it's like the kids out there... Uh, playing with this, what the dad obviously thinks is an imaginary thing, but is telling him that he he believes is this and true and whatever else. But the, the whole movie is just about these kids off having a 
an adventure this with no worries in the world kind of well with little lolly worries in the world but for the most part it's can, not. can i say how mm. nice and refreshing it is to go from the awful demon woman last movie to this like great dad who has his poor moments where you're like yikes dude like that's a bit of a mess up but oh well but he's just so supportive like he never shoots either of the kids down on anything he's just He's going with it. Seems like you know he's a he's a good dad. Good on him. No, and and the kids are running a mark in the house and like being crazy, hyperactive on sugar at points. And he's just like, yes, go on, you have a yeah, great time. Yeah, you know, like everything's everything's fine. Even when um May gets lost that first time and finds Totoro, like he doesn't like go crazy. I'm like, wow, oh my god, like oh my god. It's just like oh, we'll just. Have a look, see. Oh, there you are. That's fine. Oh, yeah, we'll come look for your imaginary friend in the forest. That's perfectly fine. Put my shoes on my hands. It's it's okay. We'll crawl through here. Oh, hurt my back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> see, nobody got you know guilted into joining the army. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if Ash bites on any of this. It's ten years after this. Listen. Running theme of all these films is the importance of adult supervision. Mm, is it though? Is it though? Yep. If if the adults have been there, May wouldn't have run away and they wouldn't have all been scared. If the adults have been there, then, you know, the mum wouldn't have been sick and there would have been a nice happy family at the time, so that's fine. Um, any other like a general movie thoughts before we move on to favorite character moment and stuff like scenes not related to your favorite character stuff do you want to point out or anything i just why do you think this is such a big studio ghibli film like again we've talked about how simple it is there's barely any totoro in it when you think about it why is this one the one that kind of is the poster child for studio ghibli it's just fun like it's the first one too you gotta remember this is the third film this is also watching them in order when people generally get introduced to studio ghibli for australians it's generally through the channel sbs on normal tvs um (laughs) the the two movies that are generally getting the most play out of the ghibli catalog is totoro and spirited away and if your parents know about if the people your guardians or whoever's if you're a kid they're going to make sure you watch Totoro and probably if they know what Spirited Away is, not let you watch Spirited Away because that movie is a different kettle of fish. But Totoro would be everybody's, you know, first kind of introduction to Ghibli. It's, it's what, was, the, what was your first? My first was Spirited Away. Yeah, same. Yeah, Spirited Away was my first and that was like I was a little bit, like I was probably like 12 or 13 maybe when I watched Spirited Away. So it wasn't that bad but at the same time if i could imagine kids watching spirited away i'd be like yikes i think i was like i would have been like 10 mm. I, I definitely didn't understand everything all the themes but yes yeah um i'll say more about that when we yeah discuss definitely it. ash was this this uh was this your first or was it uh, this? yeah this well yeah, this is the first <laughs> obviously <laughs> obviously seeing it, seeing it was the only one that i watched prior to this podcast Clearly. <laughs> Would you say the bar has been set high or low with Totoro then? It's like middle. I mean, okay. I don't think, um, I think it's a nice um, introduction to Ghibli because it's nothing too full on. You get time to get used to the art style. You get 
like a little introduction to the fantastical elements of Ghibli. The story is very simple to follow along. You're not reaching too far into it. Where and then you get onto you know your house moving castle, your spirited away, where yeah. shit gets a lot more fantastical and and full on. That mm-hmm. that it, it, this is just a nice palette cleanser to kind of just you know this is what Ghibli is at a base level. I will say one other thing because I the original I originally the first time every other time I've watched this movie has been in English, the yes. dub. Mm-hmm. This is my first time watching it um, non-dubbed. It's good, but obviously it was just weird for the, like the first five, ten minutes. I was like, yes, yeah. it's weird. Like, was it I just me or there's a frog right at the start of the film and it makes the weirdest noise? Yeah, they all make weird noises. There's a part later where like, it cuts to a frog after like the bus scene and it's like, Fucking weird-ass frogs. Yeah, I don't know. No, <laughs> it's, yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's like two fog moments in the whole thing. Here's um, a random thought I had that yeah. I'm not sure if I should just put out into the universe because then it might oh, actually yeah. happen. Okay, here we it go. It might actually here happen. Do you think okay. this movie would work in live action? I think if it was nah. going to be live action, they'd have to change the story and make some of the adventures that... It, adventures, I use adventures in quotation marks because they're more... I don't know, interactions. Events, <laughs> interactions rather than adventures, they would have to fulfill those a lot more. Like, I would expect them to get onto the cat bus with Totoro when they're waiting for their dad, go somewhere magical, and then come back to their dad at the bus stop. Like, nothing happened. Um, I just think they'd have to be a little bit more in the substance of the movie just to make it worth being live action. And also, who wants to risk making Totoro live action CG? I don't. I don't want CGI Totoro standing next to some yeah. kids. No, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't need that, and I don't want that. So, don't put like, your cursed thoughts out into the world. Just imagine <laughs> if, like, so we all know the uh, the uh, backlash there was over Sonic being poorly designed. I can imagine people being more pissed off if Totoro was poorly designed. How do you fuck up that design, though? It's so simplistic, they but could, so perfect. They could, how could you fuck up Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Ashley's, like, the cogs turning in Ashley's head trying to work out a way to answer that question. I mean, we do live in a world where Detective Pikachu came out, which nobody thought would I- work, so... I also think, though, live-action CGI Totoro would be scarier than the animated version. That's true. Like, he's got claws. There's several moments where he, like, screams, those big teeth or whatever. I think he would actually be scarier than this. Actually, I think Cat Bus would be fucking horrifying in... (laughs) It would be <laughs> horrifying in uh, in live action. Like, that it's would got, be like, so cool. It's one, of the seats, like one of the rats. seats bumps up and down because that's its heart's beating. <laughs> oh, my God. No, like, it's just... Uh, even watching it, I was like, you know what? If I didn't have this love for Cat Bus and I only was shown, like, a picture of Cat Bus doing stuff, I'd be like, that's creepy. That's actually scary. Like, it's just its face is... Yeah. So it's fine, though, Cat Bus. I love you anyway. Um, the one oh, other sh- thing I want to give a shout out Only to a matter of time before it gets adapted, just saying. <laughs> before moving on to the favourite character was um I love the relationship between the the sisters, obviously. Like the big sister role. She's never like bully like obviously she can't like it's not that oh the big sister is like, get out, I wanna go hang with my friends or whatever else, even though she's obviously like like 
probably five plus years older than her or whatever else. So like, I can't figure out the exact age, but um, I, I, re- I just appreciate their relationship in this movie. And, but also that's important to make this movie work. Is to have another, those, that, another theme, kids with. growing up too fast. What are you about to say, Ash? Kids need to learn to grow up no, slowly think, because I these think, days... I no, no, no. I think it's a thing that all the kids in these films like have to act more mature than probably kids in the West have to. I don't agree. I don't think they act more... The, either of these two act more mature than they should be. No, they're out literally playing make-believe all the time. Do you just yeah, mean that they have to do like so many chores? They have to do so many like chores. Yeah, and that's like, just a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. that's just... Cultural ads. That's, like, that's just like, a cultural difference. And it's like that just that respect for elders thing, like, you know, them walking to go meet their dad at the bus stop to give him an umbrella because it's been raining. Like that's just a, a respect for elders thing that's in. Yeah, in I, th- I think I think all the stuff that you think is them growing up faster is just a cultural thing. And like the movie literally shows that they're not growing up too fast. They're out playing like pretty much all the time. Also, shout out to the fact that she goes to school and like comes home at lunchtime. She's like, I'm done. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Please, <laughs> let's change it. Four hour, four hour working school days. That's that's what I need in my life. <laughs> um, all right. So, favorite character and favorite moment. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't. I'm, I'll go first because I feel like my answer is just a cop out. I'm not sure, but I'm picking Totoro, and I'm picking the the umbrella at the the bus stop scene because that's the one that still makes me probably like smirk and smile the most, which is just him with the um a getting handed the umbrella and being like, how does this work? Somehow not breaking it with his giant freaking <laughs> claw Four that hands, he's like working yeah. over and just his face like staring at it. And then the best part when he finally like holds it up, because obviously that's like one of the best wallpapers you can set is just the, the shot of like just him holding the, the thing there. Yeah. But then the moment all those raindrops start hitting and then just like his fur or whatever, like sp- sp- Going up like a cat, I guess, kind of like joy on ooh, his face. Like that's, yeah, it's like that's tingling. Like, oh, that's nice. And you can just tell us like loves it so much. And then the fact that more, it's like, <gasps> and then the part where he like jumps down, and then a heap come down. It's like, <gasps> yeah, that that's my that's my favorite. But that's that's just that's just happiness in a um, that's just happiness in a bottle. You know, I love that part. Ash, what are, what are you picking? Uh, so I'm not gonna have cop out. Uh, <laughs> I say Kanta. He's a he's a cool little kid. You know. <laughs> Struggles to talk to the girl, <laughs> but but then when shit goes down, he's the, you know, he's on on top of everything. He's like, he's doing his best. That's true. I this I spotted this some subtle thing I hadn't actually noticed before, which is the part where he hands him the umbrella in the rain, and then it cuts to a shot of him running like right to left across the screen. Right before it cuts away, they do like a little subtle thing right at the end when he reaches the far left. You see him actually do like a little hop and a skip. Of yep. like obviously happiness, which I'd never really seen before because it like happens in a second and then it cuts away and yeah, it's right like a, at the very left of the frame. So and he yeah, does a like lot subtle. of that, like even like oh, when they return I, the I umbrella. The and- other stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I hadn't seen it in that scene before where it's like okay, that's yeah. like him showing character. Uh, and since you took my answer, I guess the other one would be when May meets Totoro for the first time. That's fun. It's like you're Totoro. I don't know why she decides to call him Totoro. I'm sure I don't know if that's his name for sure. It's from her book. She they explain it. She has a uh, yeah. I know they said, but book. you just assume and that someone that looks like that—that's their name. I, well, I assumed it's like a, a kids' fiction book where someone's wrote a book and called like these creatures Totoro, Totoros, Totoros. Also, yeah. Okay. I assume. Yeah. But yeah, that's Karen. adorable. Um, for my favorite character, it's. 
tied fairly closely between Cat Bus and the Dad. But I'm gonna say the Dad because I think I think he's a really cool character and I really like him throughout this movie. Um, I think if Cat Bus was a little bit more, I'd pick Cat Bus pretty quickly. <laughs> um, for my favorite moment, since Dylan also took my favorite moment. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, at least we can I mean, vote. We're we all can basic say bitches, that that's what we're saying. It's everyone's yeah, favorite Yeah, scene. we're all basic as fuck. Um, no, I really like the, the scene where May is in the classroom um, after yeah, being like... Good. I was like, it's really sweet to... Like, just that shot of... The shot where she's like, oh, I'm going to go um, ask the teacher, and then it cuts to the next shot of her sat, like, in between her sister and her friend, just looking, like, filled with pure joy about it, and all the kids looking at her and seeing what she's doing or what she's drawing. It's like, it's it's really sweet and um, purely innocent that I think it's really nice to, to see and watch after we've seen Grave of the Fireflies. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> if we did these, imagine if we decided to do them the opposite way around. I'll do this one first and Fireflies yeah, after. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. We've done you a favour. World. Yeah. Um, all right. So what I've decided going forward for the podcast, instead of simply at the end of every episode being like, hey, update our rankings, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to spread out the rankings like sporadically amongst like every <laughs> few episodes so we'll just go like one or two or three who knows like without talking about the rankings and then we're going to come in and be like here's our updated rankings we'll just spread them out so we're three episodes in so i felt like this is a, g- a good point to get our touch base rankings so far um i'm going to keep mine updated on my phone i would suggest use do the same <laughs> oh forward. yeah thanks dylan thanks oh, yeah. for doing yeah, this yeah. mid-episode thank you it's fine. no you know it's fine no prep I, I can't no, bring it no on. heads I, up. I, I, Just fucking bang. Okay. It's fine. I, I can't be bothered keeping all three of ours updated in this one Google Docs file because <laughs> it's going to get quite big. There'll be 60 something, 63 movies like total. I mean, obviously duplicates by the end of the show, but no. Um, so my rankings are I got one, Totoro, two, Grave of the Fireflies, and three, Castle in the Sky. That's my current standings as we hit the third episode of this podcast. Ash. One, my neighbor's neighbor's Toro. Uh, two, Castle in the Sky. Three, Grave of the Fireflies. Now, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought you'd put that last? Shocking <laughs> development, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran. Um, number one, my neighbor's Totoro. Number two, Grave of the Fireflies. Number three, Castle in the Sky. There you go. So, Ash is wrong. We're right. <laughs> it, no, Dylan, Ash is going to get his millions of new followers <laughs> to support him and send their to- and their chart and they're going to match the same as It's all personal. It's all, you know, <laughs> art is relative. We'll see where we are in another three, six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, Grave Fireflies has gone up to number one. He's like, listen, after getting bullied on Twitter. <laughs> No, <laughs> I've I decided to push. I it stick forward. by my convictions. Okay, <laughs> what a hill to die on. Uh, well, that's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> or cave to die in. No, Jesus Christ! Oh, oh, that throwback! God. That throwback no. to kick you down a set of stairs before you're about to climb through a door to heaven. <laughs> Actually, hobbly everyone. Ending the episode. That was horrible. What a way to... Anyway. Fucking um, so hell. This, this has been Animated Wonder number three. 
my neighbour Totoro. Let us know what you thought of the film on Twitter. You can find all of our Twitters by heading to explosionoic.com slash Twitter. Next week's film is... Jeez, uh, I spelled this wrong. Kiki's Delivery Service. But uh, <laughs> considering I, I just started saying it incorrectly, I did write in my notes, my Kiki's Delivery Service. So that's my way to go about it. Uh, so make sure you watch that movie before next week's episode releases. And we will see you over in that episode next week. Bye. See you later.